Good morning, guys. This is one more episode of Cat on the Loose, and I am so, so, so excited because today I have here with me live via Zoom, Diana Mandel. She's an international dating coach, relationship expert, author, and public speaker specializing in helping men, women, and couples find and keep healthy and sustainable relationships. It sounds amazing. And when I told you guys that she was going to be here, I've been bombarded with questions. So we're kind of laughing because we know we don't have enough time to answer all of them, but I'm going to say hi to her and let's jump right into it. Hi, Diana. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for doing this. Needless to say, I think relationships and dating are a subject that everybody has something to say about. Do you agree? 1,000%. That is very true. So I don't even know where to start, but I guess because of everything that's been happening with COVID and this craziness, um, do you think um, things are more, people are in general more interested in the subject because it goes either way, right? Either couples love each other even more because now they're stuck at home for so long or they hate each other and they're going to get divorced and kill each other. Do you think this COVID has affected the way um, we basically relate with each other in general? 100%. And I say that because for singles, being trapped in your place and not being able to see friends and go out and be social, that's a really big problem. So it's definitely more in singles' minds to potentially be in a relationship with someone. And then if you're in a relationship, kind of like you said, there's definitely issues there where if there were some minor issues, let's say, before, and now you're in completely very close quarters, and oftentimes you're in small apartments, you know, that are a thousand square feet, there's not really anywhere to kind of escape to, and you're both working and it's stressful financially, you might have kids, like there's just a lot of stuff thrown on. I know. And if Amazing. your parents, let's say, are ill, you, know, you have to take yeah. care of them during this time. Like, there's just so many added stressors, and there's already a ton of stress in life. So, if there's any issues, it's just going to get exacerbated yeah. during this time. And I think so for I'm us, I'm actually working with a lot more couples now yeah. because of that. And I think for us singles, like single people like me, it just seems, and I don't know if you agree. Um, or if you have a lot of people that, that try to find help with you because of that, it just seems everything is even more difficult. It's more difficult to be single. Uh, and I don't know, I have a lot of girlfriends that say the same thing to me. It's like everybody's going crazy out there. Men are going crazy. It's just hard dating in general. Do, do you hear that a lot lately? Yeah, I've also gotten a lot more single clients as well for this fact. Because dating is difficult as it is. And so when you add on, you know, the virus, and this isn't even something that we really have any experience with, you know, mm -hmm. and so it sort of adds on another layer of like, well, what do I do now? It was hard enough. And now you take out the idea of approaching people and meeting face to face just organically, pretty much out besides, say, the grocery store, you know, maybe just a couple places that you're going. And so it makes online dating, which is you know, good and bad, um, right? There, there's some good results and some mediocre results on there. Um, but it makes that so much more weighted. Uh -huh. Now, the good thing is, because we're being really negative, so the good thing is that, you know, there is definitely more of an emotional connection that can potentially come because you can't see each other physically. I mean, generally True. speaking, it's getting a little yeah. bit better now. People are it is a little scary, to. yeah. 
yeah, but it's actually getting better. And so because of that, you're sort of forced to kind of like slow down, really meet people, get to know them, ask more important questions. Sure. And it kind of puts a lot in perspective in terms mm. of life too and what's important to us. True. So now the, the first question here now is my question. Is there a sure. simple answer as to why men behave badly towards women that they supposedly like? I don't know if you read some of my past episodes and it's like this crazy chaos of like getting involved, tangled up with this man and then all of a sudden they become crazy. Is there like a simple answer or no, it's too complicated? Um, you know, listen, there's several things. It's almost kind of like the little kid in the sandbox that kind of throws sand at the girl that he likes, right? Uh -huh. So part of it is, you know, just kind of like the way that guys flirt. I think for some men, it's fear in terms of them not necessarily feeling good enough in a relationship. So they're going to sabotage it. I for other see. guys, they think that women want jerks. <laughs> um, and even though we want guys that are confident, I think a lot of men will sort of confuse cockiness with confidence. And so, you know, some guys will come across that way, but maybe they're not actually that way. They just feel like they need to be that way, you know, just for like ego purposes and so uh -huh. forth. Um, that explains a lot. Right? Yeah. Makes sense, right? And some men just really don't appreciate the women they have in front of them at the time until maybe later and it's like, oh damn, Kat was really great and I let her get away. That is you know so saying? true. Sometimes, you know, it can be relating to that. Yeah. Um, and for some men, they lack confidence. Yeah. Just like women can. Yeah. And they end up doing things that are sort of out of their nature because they don't feel good about themselves. And, you know, it's tough. You know, we don't learn what relationships are like. We no, model them as our parents at times, which is, <laughs> sometimes scary <laughs> very sometimes, good, sometimes not but there's no rule book you know we don't learn this in school we don't learn this no in college. i know so everyone's kind of fending for themselves yeah and creating their own like sort of rules and boundaries and expectations yeah and it's creating a lot of you know problems and confusion yeah and people are taking it upon themselves and that's basically why i have a job and, and what <laughs> i do i sort of wish i wasn't needed I you are very needed apparently you are very very needed not by just by me but you're very needed by a lot of people because i've been getting like over a hundred questions if you can believe that in a period since wow. we started promoting that you were going to be on the podcast like last friday I have, I stopped counting when I counted like 112, 114 questions and my girlfriends are like, we oh my God, part two. exactly. We're going to need part two, part three, part four. But your answer brings me to the next question. It is a problem that I face as a woman in the past and a lot of my girlfriends and maybe you. Do you think most men, not all men, but most men or a lot of men are intimidated by successful powerful women because many times when men see like my pictures and you know social media they're like oh she's so cute and all she does is take pictures da, da, da. then when they talk to me and they see wow she actually has a college degree and she actually does other things they get like completely aggressive and they change the way they treat me do you think it's just something wrong in my mind or a lot of men are intimidated by 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 in you know, intelligent women, successful women. So it's a bit of both. Um, I wouldn't say most men. I don't know if that's fair, but I will that's definitely good news. say some. Uh -huh. right. Definitely would say some. 
And what ends up happening is men that are not high quality, that, you know, do not have confidence, will feel threatened by a woman that has her stuff together, that's powerful, that doesn't need a man, but wants a man. And those are two different things. That's so such a good point. Like, yeah. Right? At times when a guy feels like he kind of can't be that hero to swoop in and almost to have that control in a sense, whether, you know, it's financially, whatever the case may be, you know, it's like, wow, like this woman really doesn't need it. Making Ish. Guys can get really Our connection broke up a little bit. Sorry. About, yeah. Uh, oh, did we freeze? Yeah, we did. I'm like right near my modem. So hopefully we're not going to have this problem again. Sorry, guys. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, now, let's talk about toxic relationships. Do you think I've asked that question to life coaches, psychologists, psychiatrists, but I want to know from an expert like you, do you think we attract there's like a reason within ourselves that we attract toxic people and is there a way is there anything we can do to stop attracting toxic people so there's several reasons i think a lot of people think that attraction is out of our control and to some degree it is but we attract people for a specific reason it's not just sort of willy-nilly and whatever happens happens there's a reason why mm -hmm. and without going sort of too in depth it can be from our childhood in terms of modeling our parents and what kind of relationship they had and generally either being towards or away from a particular parent that was either good to us or not good to us. At times it's uh, really like healing, needing to heal your own wounds from trauma, from past breakup, not trusting yourself, not trusting other people and having this sort of belief around love, whether it's not safe or all men are this or that, right? Like fill in the blank here. Um, and a lot of it is a lack of confidence that you have in yourself. So you look for your partner to kind of do the work for you. And we can end up sort of repeating certain patterns, whether it's from past relationships, how we feel about ourselves, our parents, and kind of acting out certain, you know, relationships there. So for example, let's say, thank God I didn't, but let's just say I had a, you know, really nasty father. So oftentimes we end up looking for a man who's nasty as well, and not necessarily because that's what we're used to, though mm -hmm. that plays a role, mm -hmm. but it's because you're trying to recreate the pattern and actually be chosen by your father and have your father really see you for the person that you wanted to be seen for, but never could. I Does see. that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It explains a lot. But is there a way that we can actually stop the pattern? Like in my case, all of a sudden I attracted just a bunch of really bad, bad men, toxic behavior, abusive behavior, and boom, 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 boom. And now I'm trying to figure out, okay, is there anything we can do as women to change that? Yeah, so I think a lot of times we think that we have complete, you know, lack of control in this, but you actually have complete control because there's a reason that it's happening. And my job, for example, is to get into the weeds and kind of pick out exactly what's happening. But it is something that's happening with you internally. And it's your energy. It's your vibe. It can be, you know, self-love type of thing, a self-care type of thing. You know, there's something going on. Again, it could be a pattern from your past, you know, that needs to be looked at in terms yeah. of childhood, how you were treated, how you were raised, how your parents' relationship was possibly. 
So there's something going on internally. It's not a mistake, you know, that it's like, well, it's the same guy over and over. That's, you know, how, you know, strange is that it's not something is going on that needs to be sort of tweaked, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or looked at a little bit. It's not that, you know, you don't deserve love or that love will never happen for you or that all guys are jerks or anything else. Mm -hmm. It just means there's some internal work that needs to be done. Um, Maybe a little fix here or there that will help cause you to have a different result and have a guy who really respects you. Yeah, I think now it's super important that we say that I always say to myself and I say it on all my work. There is no reason in the world any woman, any girl should accept bad behavior by men, correct? There is no reason. Nothing justifies that, right? Nothing. But when you don't feel great about yourself, you give people discounts. Exactly. And that's the problem. And we make excuses and we overlook certain things. We see red flags. We know what people are. Generally, people show you who they are but we see what we want to see. Yeah. We don't see what's actually there. That is and that's so the problem. True. Now, uh, yeah. one of my friends that sent me this question said, please ask that question. Dating apps. A lot of us are using dating apps even before COVID. Now with COVID, because like you said, we're home. We don't want to go out. Do you think most men use dating apps because they just want quick sex? Or you think people out there actually want a relationship out of these dating apps? So this is a question I get a lot, and it's a good one. It's going to be both. And the reason I say that is some men are going to have really good intentions where they want a relationship, they want commitment, they're a really good person, they want to actually genuinely meet someone. And other guys are going to just want sex, a sort of quick, easy way to find someone. But if you really think about it, dating apps get a lot of, you know, bad reputation and just sort of, you know, a bad kind of view of um, Mm -hmm. what it is. But if you really think about it, it's just a piece of the population that you would meet anywhere, whether it's a bar, a wedding, an event, right? You were set up by a friend. I mean, it's just, I mean, these are people that live in the world, right? Yeah. Just like you'd meet anywhere else. It's just more kind of populated, Uh but you're going to find both. And there's no like real way per se to avoid them, mm-hmm. but you can pick up on certain cues that guys will give you. Cause if guys want sex or not generally going to be coy about that and shy about it, they're pretty open about it. And if we're not giving them sex and they're not going to get it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You, you said you, you made such a good point. It's always, it's all, it's up to us. I think, right? Like you said, to figure out, hear the cues, listen to it. Maybe sometimes like when we're needy, like you said, we we excuse behavior or we, we get passed by things because we just want to go out with somebody and then we end up get, going out to the wrong people for the wrong reasons and it, it becomes like a snowball, right? Exactly. And you don't want to lead with sex because sometimes yeah. women think that they're not great internally, so physically they'll lead with sex and then men get that and the emotional connection isn't there and then he's gone. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you think that's the, the this question is linked to what you just said? To me, and I think to most women, having a mental connection is super important. I, I don't want to just go and have sex to have sex. And I think a lot of girls are like me. But do you think it's different for men? Men in general, they're just like, oh, I just want to have sex. Or do you think not? Yeah. A lot of women think that men don't want commitment. They do. They They do. They don't want to commit to the wrong woman. (laughs) 
And sometimes guys become afraid of that because after they have committed and they're sort of in it, they feel stuck and afraid to get out. So men need emotional connection, actually, Uh to be in a relationship with someone. And it's not easy to find where sex, generally speaking, is a lot easier and more available. Mm -hmm. Whereas a deep connection with someone, you can't just have that with anyone, where you kind of at least decent sex Uh with a lot of people, Right. right? So men really do want an emotional connection. That's what's going to keep him in, you know, sort of like in the loop, wanting to see you again, mm-hmm. being excited about you and feeling really attached to you. Mm-hmm. Men want that commitment. They want the acceptance. They want the emotional safety just as much as we do. So, so in other words, like- if it's the right person for us, they're going to want the same thing that we do. And if the guy just exactly. wants sex, you might as well let them go because, you know, they're not the right person for you, Right. Exactly. There's you no want forcing that emotional it. connection, not the physical. Yeah. Um, that's super, super interesting. Amazing. Do you think um, technology has changed the way people date in general? Was it easier before when people actually had to meet face to face, or is it easier now? What do you think? You know, it's kind of both. And I'll tell you why. The positive part of it is that you're meeting people that you never would have met ordinarily, whether they live in a different town or whether, you know, maybe they were sort of, you know, out of your age bracket a little bit that you would have considered. So you definitely have more of an open mind and many more choices. And it's so easy with just convenience. Obviously I could hop on at 2 PM, 2 AM, mm-hmm. right. And respond to messages. So it's really convenient and really easy, especially for busy lifestyle type of people, which a lot of us are, Mm -hmm. the downside is that we're almost seen as not human beings anymore, which is why like the ghosting is happening, the swiping is happening. You know, we almost like excuse bad behavior and feeling like we can sort of compare people and know that we can have another date tomorrow night in five minutes if we wanted to. I know. And so we're not really treating people like humans. They're just kind of like little like widgets almost. (laughs) You know what I mean? Where it's just, you know, just sort of like a face, a little square on my screen, but like you're a human and you have a heart and you have feelings. And, and so that's kind of the downside. So the upside is having access to so many different people. Yeah. The downside is that you have access to so many people, <laughs> right? Like the same exactly. exact thing. Uh, the other night, a friend of mine told me, it's, do you think dating these days is almost like winning the lottery or like uh, digging for gold? You have to go through 10 million bad tickets until you find the right one. Do you think it's kind of like that? But that's not, I don't think that's, I don't think that's always true. Um, I do think it's kind of a numbers game, Uh but I don't think a numbers game the way most people think. It's more to me that, you know, you talk to and speak to communicate with a lot of people, but you don't go out with as many. It's almost like a funnel Uh where at the top it's like, you know, really large Uh and it starts, you know, to taper in. Uh So you talk to a lot of people and interact with a lot of people, but Uh you go and very few. Yeah. You talk to people with their life to see if you'd want to be stuck on a date with them for an hour or two. Yeah. So you don't want to, you know, just kind of shoot, you know, in the dark and kind of kiss a ton of frogs, like they say, <laughs> until you find, you know, your prince. Like you really want to be more strategic than that. That's kind of where I come into play to make the whole dating sort of environment and landscape a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, you know, to navigate because it can be really overwhelming and it can feel kind of like you said, you know, where it's just sort of <laughs> like, let's just throw a bunch of shit at a wall and see what sticks. You, know, know. you do want some, you know, sort of like technique in a sense, you know, some 
sort of vision and way that you're actually dating and not where it's just kind of a free-for-all uh-huh. so that you're really saving your time and energy. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, you are going to have to see what's out there and be open-minded and it takes effort and time. It is, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a super easy thing, but it shouldn't be as difficult as a lot of people sort of <laughs> think it is or say it is. Well, after That's talking to in. you, I feel a little better. <laughs> Maybe Go I'll ahead. try again. <laughs> I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. so I've I've been feeling so gun shy about dating. I'm like, okay, I'm retired. I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna stay home by myself forever. <laughs> but after no, talking to you, I feel a little <laughs> I feel a little better. My God, time goes by so fast. We're almost at the end. But Diana already was nice enough to say that she will do like a second episode because we still have like more than a hundred questions. But let me ask one more before I let you go. Um, that's another question that a lot of people send me the same question more than 10 girls send me the same question is there a way that we can get past relationship traumas and trust people again so this is actually a really interesting answer that i have okay it's not necessarily about trusting other people so much though i do think that you should heal your heart before you put yourself out there again and you really work on yourself learn the lessons you know, decide what you really want, almost like the traits behind the traits. So while we say we want someone who's nice and funny and interesting, and you know, it's like, well, my nice, funny, and interesting could be very different from yours. Mm-hmm. So it's really learning what you want. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's trusting yourself. You don't need to trust other people, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. don't. We don't know people. And so when you're on a first, second, or third date, you're kind of taking what people say with a grain of salt, and you're kind of taking it for what they say at face value. But if you trust yourself with your instincts and, you know, kind of taking some logic to it, some, you know, intuition, some of your heart, your gut feeling, and you're really present and acting in a really confident way, not being needy, not being, you know, fearful, but really being you and being in tune. Mm -hmm. You trust you. That's all I care about. I don't care about them, you know, and trusting them. You need to trust your own self and your own judgment and take it slow and see people show you who they are. So make sure you're taking it slow rather than faster. Yeah. And trust your gut and see what happens. You know, people show you who they are. Yeah. You, you don't need to jump into something. And, and minimal investment person is not for you. Yeah, no. And it's fantastic that you said that because somebody else told me the same thing the other day. It's not just because somebody hurt us in the past that somebody in the future is going to do the same thing. So it's not fair to blame one person for somebody else's behavior, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's a really big point because yeah. a lot of people think, you know, if one or two people did, then, you know, the whole world must be like that. Yeah. And it doesn't work like that. No. You can't label everyone. Not like all that. men are a-holes, just a few, right? <laughs> exactly. And just like not all women are crazy, right? Men think exactly. women are crazy. That's certainly not true either. So we can tend to overgeneralize and kind of yeah. make these grandiose big statements to kind of protect ourselves. But we're actually kind of shooting ourselves in the foot because then what happens, you stop dating. So true, which is my case. But maybe I'll jump in the dating pool soon. We'll see. I'll let you guys know. Diana Mandel, you're fantastic. How do people find you if they want help, extra help? Sure. So dianamandel.com is my website. You can book a call with me and learn more about me on there as well. Sounds amazing. And and your Instagram is your name, right? Diana Mandel? She does amazing posts. You write these little inspirational notes that I absolutely love. So I think you guys should most definitely follow her work. She's incredible. Thank you so, so much. 
And we're going to schedule a new episode soon whenever you can because people are like super excited and, and interested about this topic. And apparently a lot of people need help, not just me. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.